Radio. Yakuza. Yakuza. Yakuza Kick Radio. 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 The Yakuza Kick Radio. This is the bulldozer of Matt Tremont. And if there's one place to listen to on the internet every Thursday, 9 p.m., Yakuza Kick Radio, Tremont says so. Who wants some? God help us. Jesus! God and baby. Jesus! Help us. Ladies and gentlemen of fucking America, this is Danny Havoc, and you have been listening to, or possibly are intending to listen to, the Yakuza Kick fucking radio. Fucking, yeah, Yakuza Kick radio. Hell fucking yeah! My name is Justice Payne, and you are listening to Yakuza Kick radio. You're coming to come on Thursday night. This is a brotherhood, and we all stick together. Like my nuts. I ain't scared of you, motherfucker. Yakuza Kick Radio, the best in internet wrestling radio, period, bar none, just like Adam Cole. Everybody's a cunt but me in the world. I don't know what it is. But you go to the back, and you tell your boss that there's a new Yakuza in town. And it's Yakuza Kick Radio, and we're taking over. Yakuza Kick Radio has risen from the ashes of bad internet radio and become the premier place for any independent professional wrestler to stop and record their voice. Well, this is Mr. Insanity Toby Fine, and if you're not listening to Yakuza Kick Radio, then you're weird. Oh, I don't like the cut of your gym, fella. This is Greg Excellent, Bearded Dragon of the Northeast. You're listening to Yakuza Kick Radio. If you're not, probably watching porn and you have this muted. You should be listening to it. Jason Mann. Where are Biggie and Tupac? Yakuza Kick Radio. Give a nigga rope on that cowboy, guys. All you have to do is listen to Yakuza Kick Radio, but you couldn't. Now look at that guy. You only fuck that. Black dude. This bullshit, man. Motherfucker. Fuck you. Fuck you and fuck you. Who's next? And now, ladies and gentlemen, for the introduction. Hosted by J. Cat Morris. You are now listening to Yakuza Kick Radio. Welcome to Yakuza Kick Radio. I'm your host, J. Cat Morris, and I'm back. I know uh, I've been away for a minute. Uh, you know, a lot going on, a lot of stuff going on. Um, so, uh, you know, just, just to catch up real quick on things. Um, uh, my friend's back home with me. Everything's good. Um, she's doing very well. That's, you know, like I said, don't want to get into any major details, anything like that. It's just, you know, just know things are, are going back in the right direction that way. So very happy about that. Um, so, yeah, you know, a lot of stuff, you know, we're working this and that. My computer's completely dead. Um, I got sent it to Ruckus. Ruckus uh, is going to fix it up for me. But, um, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it, it's the thing with me is I'm bad with technology. So right now I'm doing this shit, like, via my phone. Like, I'm talking into my phone on Skype, and which I've never done before. So it's, it's wild shit. And, um technology is crazy man it just it it works very conveniently for me and i and i like it very much when it's working but as soon as it's not working i feel helpless and i want to burn the fucking house down and that's not a good solution so um i just fucking bail on it um 
so I haven't been doing a show for, for reasons like that. Um, I appreciate so, so much everybody who reached out to me, asked me where the podcast is, you know, uh, that they need a new one. You know, when's it? I really, really can't tell you how much I appreciate that because um, I'm not like a lot of these podcast people out there. Um, they take this shit like this is like such an attachment or life. I listen to some of these little um, these feuds, these podcast feuds and shit where they have this host is feuding with that host and this and this and it. And like the way that they talk, like the shit makes me nauseous because they get so overly invested in this. Like this is the the fibers of their life is doing the pot. Y'all need to find new fucking hobbies because this shit is crazy, man. I like I so easily detach from this. I like doing this. I really do. But I mean, there's so many more things that I like doing more so than this. And um, you know, it's like uh, I try to fight myself back to doing it, but in the same token, it's you know, sometimes it comes hard. Um, I work six days a week, you know, being off that one day. You know, and my nights go quick. You know, I come home three day, three nights a week. I train. So when I'm training, that leaves me with very little time, you know, and then the nights I'm not training, I, I want to rest. I want to chill. I want to play with, you know, a little bit of fucking Madden or, um, you, you know, all right. Most nights I start off with something else. I start doing stuff with my chickens. I start doing stuff in the yard, something around the house, you know, to, to keep it moving. But, um. Yeah, you know, a lot, a lot to um, to do to try to fit this in. If it's an hour and a half to two hour block, you know, that I got to do, it's sometimes it, it seems like more of a task than an actual, um, you know, uh, recreational kind of deal. It doesn't seem to me like it's, oh, I can't wait to do this. It's like, fuck, I got to do that. So more times than not, that's what it comes down to with me because, um, you know, I mean, I, I got a lot. I got a lot on my fucking plate, always. Um, so, I guess we'll just get right into this shit. Um, Trump versus Biden debate. Um, man. You know, it's been evident uh, the entire time Trump was is president and beforehand. He conducts himself like a child. Um he yells over people. He insults people. That, that's what he does. You know, people talked all this shit on that side of the, the table about, oh, Biden's not equipped. Biden, he doesn't even know where he's at. He can't, he can't communicate. He, he, he's not going to, he'll get eaten alive in a debate. Well, if that's the case, then you let him say what he's going to say and you crush him with your knowledge. You crush him with your ability to speak. Um, you know, you... You outsmart him in a debate if, if it's that. But if you're yelling over somebody, you're scared of their words. You, you can't you can't duel with them like that. And I mean, you, there's no way that you can go toe to toe with a guy if you can't even let him get his words out. Because, you know, you're, you're worried about what those words are, are going to do. What impact are they going to make? What level of truth is, do those words hold that you don't know what to fucking do with? You don't have a comeback for the shit that's going on. You know, I mean, the facts are the facts when it comes down to what's gone on with the COVID, what's gone on with the racial unrest. I mean, there there is just such anger and tension in this country right now. And if his stance continues to be, no, there's not. Everything's cool. It's the Democrats. 
then then we're we're not getting a solution to a lot of the problems that are going on right now. Not the COVID, not the fucking uh, you know the 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 rioting and the the just racial tension. None of that shit's gonna stop if Trump's answer to that is that's not really happening. Fake news. It's like you can blatantly see it happen. You could you could see how that goes within just normal conversation with people who you used to be cool with. And now you're not so sure because it has really torn people apart, families, friends, um, so many different things. And one thing that really stood out in that debate, and um, some people are, are tired of hearing that that stood out, and I'm not really sure why, but he was asked to denounce white supremacists and um, uh, what is that? Uh, far right activists or i forget what the, the terminology of that is and he said it in a way like oh what do you want me to say well, whatever you want me to say i'll say he's like denounced white supremacy and he goes okay uh proud boys uh stand back and stand by that's not fucking denouncing anything i don't give a fuck what anybody says now, later on, I heard him on like a phone call interview type thing where they called him on that. And at that point, he said, I denounce white supremacists. I always have. Like, no, you didn't. On that debate stage, when you were asked to do that specifically, you did not denounce them. Stand back and stand by tells them to wait for my fucking word. And, and, if, and if you somehow hear that and, and you don't see that as, as what he was saying, stand by. That's... What do you think stand by means? If you say stand back, that's like back the fuck up. And you leave it at that. If you say stand back and then follow it with stand by, that's saying wait. That's not saying stop forever. That's saying just wait. He also within that debate said something else that to me is very, very uh, startling, scary. Um, he, taught, he encouraged these same people, go stand at the polling places. Go stand peacefully, as he said, and watch watch people. Watch people as they vote and make sure that nothing goes on that, that shouldn't be going on. So he's telling citizens to police the polling places. You you imagine these fucking Trump supporters staring people down as they walk in there? Yeah, peacefully. You can't intimidate voters that way. So he wants to stop all mail-in ballots. And he wants to intimidate people at the polls. Why would anybody see this as a positive thing? Or as, oh, no, nah, dude, it's, it's even across the board. It, it doesn't make any fucking sense to me. It really doesn't. And when you understand this, like, when you see that these people who are um, very racist, and angry and they're doing things that are you know biased they're doing things that are blatantly bigoted and they're waving trump's flag saying this is my fucking guy you have to i'm sorry you lose votes of course you lose votes but you gotta go those aren't my fucking people you have to because if you don't and in some way, shape, or form, you give them a fucking wave, a smile, and a nod, something like that. You are fucking adding fuel to their, their fire. You're giving them the okay to do what they're doing. 
And, and I don't know how people see it any other way than that. I really don't because you can listen to these people talk. They're fucking mouth breathers and you can hear them talk and they feel like they're justified in their actions. They feel like they've been given the green light, you know, and it, it's a fucking terrible thing. It, this isn't just two sides of the political party. Half of these people don't know anything about politics. They don't know any fucking thing at all. Um, for instance, John Zandig, let's get into John Zandig. Um, John, the last fucking thing I would think is that John Zandig is political. And, and one thing that he continues to put out there is do your research, do your research. So what you're trying to convince me of right now is John Zandig did extensive research. This fucking guy barely knows how to work a computer. He yells things into his phone and it and it changes the words because it doesn't understand what he's saying into the, the computer. And, you know, he is. This is John Zandig. If his, you know, stance is do your research. I don't really know what we're dealing with here because there's no way John Zandig is doing research. Hold on. I got to get a cat off my TV right now. Okay, he normally doesn't do that, but I guess he joined the crew because the rest of them do it. But um, so John Zandig um is telling people to do their research. What what the other thing John Zandig put up was this. This this is a direct quote from John Zandig's page. Now again, he yells into his phone. See, some of these words aren't right because he doesn't you know, check it after he, he types it or yells it. It says, suck the black lives matter. Most lives matter. You idiots that support and follow and or run the black lives matter group. None of your lives matter. Anyone who believes the ship that they're doing as major issues move to another country because we're not changing. Okay. So a couple things there. We're not changing is a wild fucking stance because if it was started because of wrongful killings of, of, of black people, if it was police brutality and, and abuse of power and some things that were done that, you know, the George Floyd thing, regardless of his, his criminal background and whatever was going on before that and all of this, like this guy was blatantly killed. So, to take a stance that we're not changing, go to another country, that's a fucking crazy statement. Crazy fucking statement. Um, I'll also say on the side of John Zandig, and John Zandig doing research and all of this other stuff. He's got a son that died from overdose. He has another son that got so fucked up, he lost his legs and Trump is on this fucking debate attacking Biden for having a son who had drug problems. That somehow doesn't even register with John Zandig. And I don't understand it. I do not fucking understand a guy who has his fucking children have battled this thing. And some of them have lost that battle. 
He's been around people in the wrestling business. Some of these guys have lost this fucking battle. And his leader, his guy, is mocking people in that, in that condition, in that shape. And I just can't fucking understand it. And the things that he's saying towards the Black Lives Matter thing, look, there's some parts of that movement. I've heard that um, I have a question here, too, saying that uh, Black Lives Matter is flipping tables over at cafes and forcing people to raise their fists high. I, I don't know if that's a legitimate thing. If that's a legitimate thing, this is what hurts a movement. These are the things that hurt a movement and make people who are racist. They, it gives them some like validation to the, the bullshit that they talk. You know what I mean? That doesn't that doesn't help a movement in the positive direction to to start running down on people because the people that are sitting there eating at that cafe, you know, might be the most non-racist people ever, and then you go and you fuck their lunch up and shit. And now they got a chip on their shoulder about what you just did. Now, do they tie that to the race and take that into the future? I don't know, but I I know that's not a positive thing to do. But beyond that. Zandig is speaking on this like we're not changing again. This is this is a fucking crazy stance to take. I would hope we change. Regardless of who you support, you should hope that things go better than they're going now. This is not somewhere to plant your feet and say this is where we are for the long run. Now, so I, I got to make a statement here because, you know, I'm the guy who before Zandig even made a comeback. I had the I'm a John Zandig guy shirts printed, and I stand by that. I am a John Zandig guy, but is the John Zandig of CZW fame. I, I am a John Zandig CZW guy. Uh, John Zandig, Trump and Z guy, I am not. not. Um, I do not stand by anything that he fucking says, um, and that's it. I mean, th this guy had way too many fucking concussions. Uh you know, he's a 50-year-old man that came uh, came back, his big return, and jumped off a roof immediately and broke his fucking back. So I don't think this guy telling me to do research is doing anybody any favors. He should have done research on what the the um, repercussions of jumping off a fucking roof into the bed of his pickup truck was before he did that and ruined his whole, whole fucking comeback and put himself in consistent pain. You know what I mean? Like be barely being able to walk bringing his his return to a complete screeching halt you know like that's not the guy that i'm taking intelligence um lessons from i'm not i'm not going to figure out whether the facts are right about trump based on john zandig's opinion that's that's not going to fucking happen um now another thing is is you know this is where a lot of times it goes because people will speak out saying like hey, what you're saying is bullshit and he does that thing where he goes like, well, I'm fucking John Zandig. And if you motherfuckers have a problem, I have no problem meeting you and beating the shit. Hey, look, I got no fucking question in the world. John Zandig's a bad motherfucker. He's, he's a bad motherfucker. And that hasn't changed one bit. So by no means am I saying, hey, you're a pussy. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm just saying like th the intelligence isn't fucking there. And by no means would I ever follow his lead on who I should vote for. John Zandig has never been uh, the guy who I go to for answers on life. You know what I mean? He was the guy I went to for entertainment. And he kicked down the fucking doors. And, and 
uh, in independent wrestling, and he let motherfuckers know we're doing shit this way, and if you don't like it, get the fuck out. Now, when that transfers over to politics, and those politics are if you if you don't like the way we treat black people, get the fuck out. Well, now now I'm not Team Zandig quite as much, and I'll still proudly wear my I'm a John Zandig guy shirts because I am speaking about a specific time period of John Zandig. You know, I. I have a Sammy Callahan shirt from when he first came out, and I don't got a problem with that because I love that Sammy Callahan pre fucking uh, domestic violence, fucking jerk off, you know, Sammy Callahan. Like that's the, I, I could fuck with that. I could I could separate the two. I'm not gonna go purchase new merch because that to me funds the newfound asshole that this guy is. You know, this is this is just how I I handle. You know, um, so I just I, I, I take offense to that type of thing. Zandig's a guy who I'm going to keep on my social media. If he deletes me, he deletes me. But um, just for fucking content, for content alone, for the, the crazy shit that he spouts off of, um, I support nothing he fucking says. But I mean, this this is uh, this is one of those dudes. And it's it's sad because. This is a guy who he was I'm one of my proudest moments as far as the podcast goes is having John Zandig on the show. Um, John Zandig was I mean just yeah, you know, he was he was the father of CZW. So as I went month in and month out to CZW for over 10 years, you know, front row every month and all this. this. This was the guy who ran the company I loved so much before DJ killed it. So I I have tremendous respect for that in itself. But that's, you know, that's where it begins and ends because now when you talk about shit that completely goes against my morals and the way that I feel about things and, you know, it, it just, it doesn't work for me. It just doesn't work at all for me. And it, it's a shame, like I said, because I, I had such uh, respect for this guy and his legacy as what he was for CZW and Deathmatch Wrestling and East Coast Wrestling as a whole, because what CZW brought to the table was something that revolutionized so much of East Coast Wrestling. Uh, it opened the doors for a lot of companies to do what they're doing now. I mean, you look at the two biggest companies on the East Coast, I'd have to say say would be um even if you want to go three biggest and you go um i I don't know if ring of honor is like an east coast company anymore i feel like they're too widespread but if we just said gcw icw and maybe beyond uh, all three of those were completely influenced by czw especially gcw and icw danny damano completely used czw's blueprint and just went off of that uh things have altered a little bit things have changed a little bit on the gcw side of things but it all came from czw's groundwork 100 percent. so uh that that's what that is um spring break's happening now i really don't give a fuck um i'm just you know, wrestling is is not a thing to me anymore. It's just, it's not. I don't understand the people who month in, well, not even month in, week in, week out, are continuing to watch Raw and cover it match by match, moment by moment. This is why, like, 
I don't even identify with a lot of podcasters out there because it's just, you know, it's, it's a weird lane these days for me. It's very strange to dedicate that amount of time to the shit that's going on, especially when the majority of it is, is showing great disappointment in what's going on. I mean, I know I, I spent a whole lot of time doing that with CZW, you know, and maybe it falls into the same category, but I was, we're talking about a once a month show that I would cover knowing the players and, you know, at hand and, uh, you know, going into different things based off of my previous knowledge of everything that it was. Um, when you talk about WWE, you're talking about a pay-per-view a month plus two shows a week or three shows a week. Cause I guess you're watching, uh, raw SmackDown and then like NXT. Um, and then if you're watching AEW, that's another show. And then, I mean, you're talking about watching like four wrestling shows a week or something, something along those lines, maybe sometimes five for the pay-per-views. I, I can't even imagine like that. I can't imagine watching five matches in, in a week anymore. I just, you know, I have access to the IWTV thing. So I'm probably going to skim over some of the things. If anything jumps out or I hear some buzz about this match or that match, and it involves people who I know I enjoy the work of, um, like Chris Dickinson versus Moxley. I'd, I'd like to see that. So if that's on the IWTV thing in a few days, then, then I'll, I'll give that a watch. Um, but, yeah, you know, th there's very few things that even jump out to me anymore. So um, congrats on, uh, to Joe Gacy on going up to the WWE. He worked really hard, and um, even though I don't watch any of that stuff, I, I do very much enjoy to see a commercial and suddenly I see, you know, Steen or I see, uh, you know, uh, like your Gacy's, your, the, like these different guys. Not that Steen was ever like my guy, but, you know, I always enjoyed his work on the indies and I attended CZW monthly with them, you know, working monthly shows for a good stretch there. So any of these guys that I used to watch on the indies, I love to see them show up on TV and whether it's for me or not, you know, it, to me, it doesn't matter anymore. I'm not bitter. I'm not angry about any of it not being for me. It's just not, it's for that same age group that I was in when I was into it and it's fine. But to know that like a whole new audience is seeing those same guys that I watched make almost no money busting their ass in the new Alhambra arena, fucking ECW, CCW, Viking hall, whatever fuck you want to call it month in and month out and seeing those guys on national television, it, it makes me happy. I really enjoy that. I don't need to watch their matches. I don't really need to see anything, but just knowing they're there, I, I really, I'm happy about that. You know, some of these guys like to just watch them, you know, I don't need, you know, let me see where do I go next. Um, yeah, let me go, let me go to this and then I'll jump to the gauge thing. So, Tremont announces his retirement, his actual retirement. Will he? Um, I will be really fucking surprised. I, I'm willing to bet that Tremont does not go two full years without an active, uh, without a match. I, I cannot imagine that. This guy spends eight months not wrestling, and I guarantee you, he, his body starts to feel all right. Uh, you know, another guy comes on the scene, someone starts calling him out, someone this, that. Next thing you know, that fucking music hits and, and he's coming out. And um, 
it's just gonna happen. That's it's the it's the nature of what Tremont is. Like, what does Tremont do next? I mean, Tremont, yeah, he, he runs that company out of his apartment there, you know. But but what else is he gonna do? You know, I, you know, he's gonna want to be that. He's gonna start seeing these guys making moves, and his body's gonna heal. And maybe some of that shit is is beyond healing. He's gonna be banged up either way off of the amount of punishment that he took. But this is when I look at these guys like this, and you know, especially a guy like Tremont who idolizes like a Terry Funk. And nobody who looks up to guys like Terry Funk and is in the business. And this isn't taking anything away from Terry Funk, but it's to say that you think they take retirement seriously, you know. There's no shame in that, you know, and just going like, yeah, I'm back. And the fans aren't going to fucking be like, dude, you said you retired. Get the fuck out of here. They're going to be like, fucking Tremont. They're going to fucking, you know, the biggest pop is for a guy's return. And Tremont's not dumb. Yeah, I think he's a carny. I think there's a lot of fakeness to him. But he's not dumb. He knows how to run a fucking business. And you disappear for a little while. When you come back, the fucking roof comes off. That's, I mean... So personally, I think 100% he will fucking be back. And I, I think two years is giving it a long time. But I'm saying within two years, you'll see Matt Tremont in the ring again. No question. Um, Gage. Gage did a um, fucking uh, ask MDK thing. I watched the second one on the IWTV. This dude's retarded. This dude's full on retarded now. Um, and, you know, again, you know, these people listen to me talk and they go like, oh, you, you wouldn't say that to his face. And and then, like, you know, he, he's a, I'll fight anybody. You got to fight. First off, I'm not looking to fight aggressive retards. That's that's not what I'm looking to do with my life. I'm, I'm a grown ass man. And I just know that, like, at my age, which is older than Gage, um, you know, I'm not. I'm not on his level mentally. I'm I'm well, well above that. You know, to be acting the way that he acts and, and run around yelling free two six or whatever. What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, why why are you at this point in life? This dude on this, this interview cannot remember 90% of the things that I love about his career more than anything. Like, straight up. Like, the things that... And, and it, it gives me somewhat a closure, too, when I watch these things, because Nick Gage was always one of my bucket list uh, interviews. When anyone comes anywhere near a question that I would actually care about, he knows nothing. He he knows fucking nothing. He's gone. Like, he's, his brain is fucking gone. He's, I, I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know. And, and then, like, pulls out some old random shit and talks about that forever. Yeah, me and my boys are known for putting sauerkraut on our dogs and fucking putting sauerkraut on the hot dogs. That's what my crew is known for. Like, who the fuck cares about that? What the fuck are you talking about? You know? And, and it just, but again, you know, just to, to go back and clarify, like, I, I'm not I'm not very fucking uh, accepting of the, of that fanboy bullshit you won't say that to us please you know i'm not built like you motherfuckers first off second off like again i'll have my opinion on the way shit goes 
and that's that. That's really all it is. Like, you guys don't run around fighting everybody. So, you know, cut the bullshit with, oh, yeah, you you don't fucking do run and say it to his face. Shut up. Shut, shut the fuck up. You know I'm straight up with everybody I fucking talk to. I'm not going to a wrestling show to fight fucking wrestlers. None, none of that stupid shit is happening. So scratch that off your to-do list. It's, you know, it's sorry to let you guys down, but, you know, these type of things aren't really going to happen, you know. Uh, the only time that that even really came up, you know, recently was, you know, I, I put the fucking legitimate challenge on the line for Teddy Hart. By the way, like, he's fucking gone now, right? Like, don't see that asshole anymore. Um, by the way, remember when I said that he was going to fuck Maria Moranek's career up? And, like, all these idiots, including him, like, oh, how dare they say that? Oh, I'm only making her better. Okay, where's she at now? I don't, I don't really see her at all anymore. So I guess I was right on that one, right? Um, but yeah, it's, it's just, it's sad to see guys like that. But you know, where the fuck do you think Nick Gage is at fifty-five years old? I like, I'm so excited to see a fifty-five-year-old Nick Gage. Right now, he's out with a busted ankle, you know, or he tore his calf muscle or some shit, and. Um, where the fuck do you think Nick Gage is at 55 years old? This guy's like 40 now. This guy's like just about 40 now. You know? So for him to be that age now, 15 fucking years from now, where do you think Nick Gage is? You know, a job is like just not going to fucking happen. Like he's, he's not about that. He's all about wrestle till I die. Well, really? Can you imagine this guy just fucking like dragging himself to the ring, fifty-five years old, talking about three, two, six? Because the motherfucker's still in jail. <laughs> you know? What the fuck, man? Uh, uh, fucking crazy. Let me just tell you: if your name's two six, you should be in jail. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Sunny uh, <laughs> Kiss and um, Joey Janela are using the Midnight Express. The new midnight, the new new midnight express thing, and Cornette, I guess, sent a cease and desist. I, I mean, this is just, this is just like a like an obsession. These, these guys are pretty much dating. Um, Cornette and Janela, it's just it's just gonna go on forever, and it's just like this weird fucking obsession, and it's just just this little like bickering, and it's like like ex boyfriend, ex girlfriend type shit. Yeah, I mean, where you just do shit to needle each other. Did I get his attention? Oh, I bet he's gonna say something next week. Fuck out. It's just, it's just weird shit. But um, WWE forced their wrestlers to hand over a percentage of their Twitch money. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I said like, you can't double dip. You can't have side jobs when you're at the WWE. It's always been that way. So it's no surprise to me. And yeah, you want to make some of that side money, and they even let you do it. You're definitely gonna kind of cut them in. I mean, these dudes were locking people down their fucking names. They were taking birth names. And if you did a movie, you owed them money. I mean, what did you think? Suddenly Twitch was going to be something that was just free flying and make all the money you want. And Vince is just going to go, hey, good job over there. Like, fuck you. It's not going to happen. Uh, Joey Ryan sues his accusers for $3 million, claiming he's losing $20,000 a month. All I know is if the motherfucker was making $20,000 a month, like, fucking 
retire, bro. Like, who gives a shit? I feel like that's a lot of fucking money for how long was he making $20,000 a month if that's the case? You know, I mean, with a dick gimmick. Dick gimmick taking pictures with kids and shit. And, like, you're lucky it didn't get worse, bro. Like, you ain't winning no fucking lawsuit, fucking $3 million. You're an indie wrestler. What's your problem, bro? Uh, what are my plans for Halloween? Not much. Uh, I hate Halloween. Um, so, I don't really do much. Uh, Nina decorates the shit out of the house. Takes fucking three Tupperwares out of the fucking attic. Spreads that shit all over the fucking place. It, you know, it just fucking irritates me. Um, you know, adults that, you know, act like it's it's the greatest thing ever because they get to dress up and, you know, okay. Do your thing. Move on. I, I don't know. I mean, the kids will dress up, you know, most likely for pictures and stuff like that. Uh, definitely not doing some door-to-door shit because, you know, fucking COVID, man. Like, you can't have, like, new shit come up and be like, oh, well, now it doesn't matter because I really wanted to do that. Like, it is, this is a real thing. And you can't just turn it off because of a holiday or turn it off because, you know, this gathering's happening. You, you just can't do it. Um, I went to uh, Bronx Zoo last Sunday, and that, that went really well. This is my first, like, going to, like, a place like a open kind of, you know, I went to the Burt Kreischer drive through thing, you know, that, that was way more separate control, this and that. And Bronx shoe was handled very, very well. I have, um, family membership. So usually I could just go whenever, but because of the COVID they have it where you have to schedule your entry time. So you have to go at an entry time. You could stay as long as you want after that, but you have to enter the park at the time allotted to you that, you know, you signed up for so I did that. We went at a great day out there. Um, I'd say 90% of the people in the park were completely compliant with staying away from people. Masks were all on. Uh, I feel like New York is doing far better in New Jersey with that because New Jersey's on some bullshit. And uh, even the zoo, you know, I work at, I, I don't even go out front. Um, we had a Jewish holiday this past week. And it was fucking, it was insanity. I mean, these motherfuckers, man. And, like, I'm not, like, you know, anti-Semitic. I don't, like, you know, just hate Jewish people. I'm not like, oh, well, if you hate you, if you're Jewish, I can't stand you. Like, that's, I've never been on that type of shit. But I could tell you that the Hasidics, the majority of the Hasidics that show up at my fucking job don't give a shit about anything. They chase birds. They throw rocks at them. They climb fucking walls. They they just they don't act fucking civil when they show up there. I don't know what it is. Um, I, I've watched uh, like a Jewish family with kids and this and this years ago because they it's like a destination for them. Um, Lakewood is close to us, which is like the number one Jewish community in New Jersey, as far as I know. And um, they come like our our fucking parking lot looks like a minivan dealership when when they they want to show up they have like certain days and holidays and stuff that they just show up and uh i've seen them years ago they're seemingly scared of animals but flock to look at them it, it's strange um i saw uh, a jewish father big fat motherfucker pancake is fucking his little daughter that was like less than waist height up against a wall because someone walked a chihuahua out of its cage. Like, 
<laughs> they go in there like it's a haunted house. Like if an animal moves, they all just like stampede each other and shit. Like it's it's fucking crazy. And like ninety percent of them don't have fucking masks on at all. So like this is this is the type of shit I'm talking about. Like um there was a line that was like wrapped around the fucking building, like just packed against each other. I was looking at it from the roof because um the shelter inside is closed and we go by appointment only which has worked out really well for adoptions. And then the zoo is open. Um, so from upstairs, I could see the front of the building, but otherwise I don't go out front of the building because I'm not exposing myself to all that shit. And um, yeah, like I, we have walls that are, the walls probably mm, maybe seven foot tall, something like that. And there was a, a, a little girl just standing on top of the wall. Her father had helped her up on top of the wall. They were waiting in line, just standing on top of the wall, like over by the pigs. Like, I don't even understand, like, what parent thinks that, like, yeah, yeah, just, like, I'll boost you up there. Like, you just go stand up there like you belong there. And, yeah, like, why would anyone have an issue with it? It's just strange, you know? And, um, but... Like I said, that's just an example of some of the, the ways that New Jersey's handling. It's not just the Jewish community by any stretch of the imagination, but there is a high concentration of the COVID there in New York. They're shutting down some of the Jewish neighborhoods based on the, the spikes in COVID in those areas. They're, they were um, gathering in large, large numbers to protest it, which is kind of the opposite of what you should be doing, I think, because... Um, you know, it's like, so the, what's it called? Like the Lakeside Diner or some shit out here. This was a guy I talked on the podcast about who, um, when there was no indoor dining, he was just like, fuck that. Come on down. Indoor dining's open here. We'll, we'll fucking, we'll do it anyway. And yeah, the cops kept showing up like, no, you can't do it anyway. That's not the way the law works if we gave an executive order not to do that. And they would just show up and people were like, yeah, we're going to support this business because the government's going to fucking and, uh, you know, they were just defying over that shit and they were just going to do what they wanted anyway. Well, indoor dining reopened and within a month, somebody was killed there. And an old man who was like 70 something years old, got sucker punched by uh, like a 50 something year old dude and dude fell down and died. But this is this is you know this is the the type of people that these type of organizations attract, you know the same type of businesses that are like I'm not listening to the fucking law I'll do what I want. Okay, we're actually open now. What type of people do you think are coming from a little bit outside of their range to go there? You know, to me it's not a coincidence. It's totally not. Um, so yeah, it's it's just wild shit, and a lot of this is what I mean when I when I'm saying that like Trump is the cause of so much of this, because if the people following him sees what he's up to, and is like he said we shouldn't give a fuck. For instance, this uh, he he got COVID right, which I mean maybe that's legit, maybe that's not legit, um, you know. Let's let's just say he legitimately got COVID because I mean he tried his ass off. Get it? He he kept walking around with no masks around people, 
you know, not caring one way or another. Um, he, he denied this shit being a big deal. Um, came out about saying that he downgraded on purpose so people didn't panic and then still continue to have zero caution going into anything, rallies, um, you know, any kind of public, you know, appearances, just complete disregard for safety. So he gets the shit. He goes into the hospital. They gave him, um, they call it an antibody cocktail that has only been used, hasn't been widely approved, uh, but has only been used in extreme cases of people who were dying. And uh, only certain hospitals, I guess, are able to use this. And they use that on him. Uh, this is not available to your average person this is not something that you can get sick with covid and they will give you this antibiotic cocktail and you'll be okay this isn't the best way i can put it this is not available to you okay he comes out well first off before he even gets released he hops in the car with a bunch of other people from his his cabinet and you know puts them at direct risk this is a very contagious thing and he jumped right into the vehicle with them just because he does what he wants he gets out shortly after a day or two later rips his mask off out there on the balcony and tells people don't be afraid of covid don't don't be afraid of it which is really fucking crazy words when you got treatment that wasn't available to so many other people that died from this shit, you're not doing anything to make sure that that's available to the other people who may get it going forward. But you're going to tell the country as a whole to just don't worry about it. Well, how is that? When numbers are going up everywhere, when, when things are still going in the direction they're going in, how do we not worry about it? And when the people are that fucking stupid to just listen to what he says and goes, he said not to worry about it. All right. Yeah. But let's go into what not worrying about it entails. Like that, that entails you thinking that you will get what he got. You will get the same course of action. You will get the same treatment that he got and you won't, you fucking won't. So, you know, Keep listening to this fucking asshole. Uh, you know, John Zandig will help you do research. Clearly, you'll wind up in the in the better side of things. Um, Drake Younger is now uh, that QAnon, whatever the fuck that is, where, where people believe like aliens are on the Democratic Party and and they, they eat babies and shit like this. He's now like raising money for for fucking that that thing, the, the QAnon thing where like. John F. Kennedy's still alive and he, he's helping Trump like he's his boy. And, um, you know, things like that. Like they, they believe that shit. Like they actually believe that crazy shit. There's no racism. They also believe that, um, you know, uh, that's all made up shit, fake news. And yeah, Drake Younger, that's, that's what he's fucking, he's doing. He, he's raising money for that. He's, he's, these people are fucking assholes. I, I don't know what to tell you, but like, I, I, to to listen to these people and be like, ah, oh, well, you know, everybody has their own opinion. This isn't acceptable. This isn't something that I could go like, oh yeah, everybody's got their own opinion. Some people think that fucking, uh, you know, Satan worshiping aliens are running the Democratic Party, and that's that's perfectly normal. Except for 
not fucking at all. Um, that's just fucking madness as far as I'm concerned. Um, some more questions. Um, uh, apparently, GCW is not using Akira. I would not not known that because I don't really watch anything. Um, that's, I guess, they should be. I mean, he he seems like uh, uh, you know one of those upcoming guys who's put on some really good matches, and he's a crazy fucking kid. Um, but you know, they they had that whole ICW GCW thing. I don't know if it's part of that. Um, So, you know, what can I tell you? I, I don't know what's behind that. Um, but, and it, it, maybe it'll tie into this next question here, too. A lot of these questions I got, uh, like, um, we're just going to go with, like, anonymous things because not everyone wants their name put on here. Or no, and that's, that's fine. So I'll just go with these questions. Everything I'm asking here, everything I'm trying to answer now is just, you know, questions that I got. Um, is GCW losing steam? Now, this also kind of ties into uh, the Akira thing as far as I'm concerned. Now, I, again, I don't know if there's political ICW, GCW stuff with that. But um, I don't think it's fair to say anybody's fucking losing steam during this shit. The fact that anybody's running shows in any capacity is fucking good for them, I guess. You know, unless you're putting people at risk. Um but, I mean, if you're able to get shit going with this, I don't think that there's, like, a, a valid way to, to measure a company's success or whether they're thriving or not during this COVID shit. Because this is another world. We're in an entirely different universe from, you know, what we're used to. So I, I don't think you could even you could even put that into you know, some, some unit of measurement. I don't, I don't think you could really look at it and say like, is it, is it thriving or is it, is it losing steam or I, I don't really know that, but I will say, um, GCW shifted gears. Everybody knows that shit. They shifted gears off of the death matches and, um, they do some death matches, but they really shifted gears off of it being their main focus. Um, in some aspects, I think that's good because I think they fucking helped to ruin death matches. Um, but now ICW has taken that that lead, and now they're ruining death matches. And you know, I think that there's a good niche group of people who really liked that. They really liked five death matches a show. They liked that feel, that aura, blood, 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 fucking and. It just, it's going to have a small, concentrated kind of audience. Um, so the people who were into GCW for that reason, they're going to see that as GCW's losing steam. GCW's not what they used to be, da 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 And ICW's where it's at. So th I could see them viewing it that way. Um, GCW, I mean, prior to the COVID thing, we're still moving around the country and packing buildings. So I can't say that they've lost any steam whatsoever. And again, up against this COVID thing, I don't know that this is the time where you could start marking something dead or, or you know, heading in a bad direction. Um, they definitely shifted gears, but again, I, I don't see that as necessarily a bad thing. Um, 
to have like a, a more widespread audience, um, I think you, you have to lessen death matches. And not even because death matches are going to turn people off, but it's, it's just overkill. You shit on your own matches by putting on too many of this thing. Um, I saw this when, when it started up. And I, I saw this as soon as the shit started rolling with GCW doing the death matches that way. And so what they're not seeing is, yeah, TOD puts over a thousand people in seats. Uh, you know, this uh, TOS or uh, NGI, oh, it packs the fucking building. So now their wheels start turning and say, if we put on a show just like that again next month, call it whatever we're going to call it. But well, we present five death matches. We put another thousand people in the seats, and we're just going to make tons of fucking money. Where these these people are dropping the ball, doing it once a year. What they don't understand is people can plan a road trip for once a year. And Jeff Skeleton will fly out once a year. You know, um, guys like that. You know, the people who plan on attending these deathmatch tournaments and come from far and wide because it is such a rarity. It is such a special event. TOD, for the longest time, was like nothing you can see anywhere. It was an event that stood so far out of the norm that you would attract a thousand people because it was what it was. It, it held a folklore. It, it held an aura that you couldn't just replicate. When you make that the norm, now it's hit and miss. Now it's take it or leave it. It's, you know, it's it's not really, uh, it's not amazing anymore. It's not, it's not like a have to be there type of thing. And you couldn't afford to even if you wanted to. So that's where I say like GCW fucked out death matches. And ICW's continue to do the same thing. Because Danny DeMond a fucking idiot. So, I mean, that's... So is Brett Lauderdale. They're both fucking morons. So, you know, you could run successful business based on, you know, a lot of the, a lot of what they're selling is to other morons, you know, with, with less business sense. So you're going to get a good group of people who just love that, and they're going to be there, and they'll be your loyal crowd, and they'll follow you everywhere, put on five death matches every month, and they'll be there. It's not a thousand though. And now I don't know that you see a thousand again with the COVID shit. Um, it's going to be years, years before you can really put that amount of people in a small space the way that, that it has. I mean, they used to fucking do all sorts of violating codes and, you know, just packing them into fucking little buildings and gyms and fucking warehouses and, you know, wherever they could. I don't I don't see that happening for a long time now. So it's it's tough to say. Um another question I'll segue in because I just called Danny DeMano a fucking idiot. But uh Danny DeMano, there's an Instagram profile that um rumor has it it's uh I, I think Brett Lauderdale's girlfriend or ex girlfriend or something put it up. And it's uh it's like Danny DeMano ICW or some shit like that. And it's just it's just uh, screenshots of um, his mugshot when I guess he beat his girlfriend up. Uh, it's got all the charges on there, domestic violence, this and this, the report. It's got pictures of her face. 
like all of these things. And um, yeah, no, I mean, he's a dickhead. I'm not just saying that because I'm saying that. Like, no, he's, he's legitimately a piece of shit. So, um, you know, whether he puts on good shows for you guys and enjoy that or not, I mean, he's still a piece of shit. Um, so I don't know what else to say about that. I mean, it, it, it's out there. It exists is what it is. I mean, a lot of you guys continue to support fucking complete garbage people. I mean, you know, you've seen the stuff with the speak out movement, but a lot of this shit was stuff that was going on for years and it was just kept on the hush and fans knew it and fucking wrestlers knew it and promoters knew it. And, and some of all of those people under those, those categories were involved, but you know, it, it's, uh, people like to turn a blind eye because if it, if it doesn't benefit their entertainment, uh, maybe I didn't hear what you just said. You know, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know. They got a really big show planned on Saturday. I mean, I hear you use a piece of shit. Anyway, um, we're leaving at like five if you want to, you know, that's, that's the type of shit. And, you know, no one wants to hear that. Like, yo, dude, I'm going to this concert. This and this. Oh, dude, did you hear that? The, the guy who runs that venue, you know, molest children. They're like, God damn it. You know, like now the show's off. Like morals, uh, morals stand in the way of wrestling entertainment that's for sure because it's there's so much so many people within that industry that is just void of morals and uh you know we'll continue to support the necro butcher and i I don't even know how like this fucking guy's still getting gigs and like he's he's got like a uh, whatever that i think it's another icw that um dysfunction runs the insane eight or whatever I think they already have him uh, announced as a commentator for sometime next year at the Insane Eight, which, look, I, I think that's lofty expectations because uh, I wouldn't plan too far in the future for anything for that dude because every time you see him, he looks closer to death. And he, you know, put that choose death shit years ago. So everybody should already know where we're at there. Um, so, yeah, I mean, to be expected with a lot of these cats and, and the shit that they're up to. Um, where is CZW? Dead. It's fucking dead. Uh, CZW has made zero statements, has made zero talk about running a show. I have no idea what their roster would be. I have no idea who's still willing to work with them. Obviously, the rep uh, are, sadly, because they're talented and they're just, they just try to, well, you know, we're just going to try to do our thing. And uh, yeah, it sucks that that's going on, but I just try to focus on it. You know, and they're they're the head trainers over there now, and Jimmy Rave's got his hands in there and all that. But like, no one's looking for CZW. No one's missing CZW. No one's like, hey, dude, when are you guys coming back? I I don't see any fucking buzz about anyone hoping it comes back soon. Um, they've missed all their big shows except for Cage of Death that's coming up. Um, I'm not saying Cage of Death is coming up. I'm saying they've missed all their shows except for one that should be coming up that won't. Um, and you know, it's just, it's just over for them. The only thing they ever even post anymore is like flashback memories of what once was. So like, here's a picture when Sammy Callahan was the champion. And here's a picture when John Moxley was the champion. Remember that? And it's like, you, you know, like Facebook memory shit on Instagram. That, that's all it is. And, um, yeah, it, it should be dead. DJ fucked that up a long time ago and, um, good. 
Fucking good. Um, not good that he fucked it up, but good that it dies now. You know, good that that he doesn't stand a fucking chance of bringing that shit back. You know, he just really doesn't. Like by the time, like they had zero momentum to begin with, so to come back now, it's like, mm, yeah. Good luck starting up from a stop. You know, what I mean, like if your your tires were at least rolling, you can keep it going. But once you come to a complete stop, you ain't starting that fucking shit up again. You know, he could try. He could take a couple massive fucking financial beatings and all eyes are going to be on Barry and anything he does wrong. So that's that's kind of what's what's coming for his eventual return. And he could try to run it under the guise of Maven Bentley, but Maven's only slightly better than what DJ is to begin with. You know, if you see a complete scumbag up to nothing but bullshit. And then you see someone next to them that's been riding them with them for a fucking decade plus. They're they're not too great either. You know what I mean? They're not like, oh, this guy knows how to do things the right way. He's not about that scumbag. Nah, he's 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 down with him for a long fucking time. He knows the deal. And um, you know, you're gonna get what you get with CZW. And uh right now you're getting nothing. Um, why has DJ Hyde not lost any weight? When everyone else says doing it. Well, because he's a lazy fuck. He puts on that fucking Instagram shit, which he kind of stopped doing that too. He used to do the personal trainer shit. He'd take his little selfies with his personal trainer. He'd do half a little fucking workout. He'd sweat a little bit. And then he'd go to the fucking fast food joint on the way home. You know? He just... He's not about that fucking life. He's not a hard worker. He's not a guy who fucking grinds. He's not a guy who sacrifices and puts himself through fucking physical beatings and then feeds his body what he needs to feed his body. Like, he's never adjusted the fucking eating portion of his diet. Like, he, you can't be a guy who gains weight as easily as DJ Hyde and then just work out some and fucking... And, and it, it, it's crazy because... DJ Hyatt has all that fucking weight on him. He should have been strength training the entire time. You could do some of that cardio stuff. You could do some of that, you know, slamming the ball, all of that good stuff. And, it, you know, that's all beneficial. But this motherfucker should have been pushing weight to turn himself into a fucking monster. Because he already had all that fucking size behind him. Just fat, you know. But but size, you know, it's still going to turn into muscle if you push it hard enough. And, you know. He's just a stupid asshole. The same way that he did everything wrong with CZW, he does everything wrong with his own personal fitness and everything that he does in life. Because what more do you expect out of him? That That's fucking DJ. But, um, apparently people were bootlegging uh, Danny Havoc merch. Um, eh, you know, people do that shit. People do that shit with everything. There's no morals. There's no fucking, oh, well, that's off limits, this and that. And I'm glad they got it shut down. And, uh, you know, it's just... there. There's no limits to the, the lows that people will stoop to. And it's... You know, the, the older I've gotten, the less surprised I am by shitheads' actions. You know? You could be like, oh, this fucking bullshit happened. But not like, oh my god, can you believe that? Of course I can. I mean, how many years do you need to live on the planet to know that, like, People will just rip anybody off. There are people who are going to look for the easy way out. They're going to look for shortcuts. They're going to look for everything they can because that's just in their nature. That's that's the type of person they are. 
it's impossible for them to be anything but that. That's just that's just what it is. So, um, you know, what what more can I uh, I tell you about that? Um, so I I finally got the roof on my chicken pen. I'm gonna um, post some videos on that probably tomorrow or soon. Um, but I'm so fucking happy to have finally gotten the roof on my pen. For the longest time, I've had a tarp over the top, the 20, 20 foot by sixteen foot pen, and uh, my cats are wrestling behind me. So that's uh, so gonna make some sort of sound at some point. Um, so uh, a tarp, the tarp that I had was I think twenty foot by thirty foot, so it stretched down the back side of it too. And, um, you know, it works for keeping the weather off, but, you know, it's as the winds whip and the, the rain falls and all that, tarps only hold up so long. So I've had this, um, this metal corrugated roofing that's been just sitting in my backyard, um, and spent a couple hundred on it. And, uh, I just, I'm not that fucking handy, like by myself, so orchestrate the parts of that that need to go right without popping a whole lot of holes in this stuff i wasn't too confident in that so i was kind of waiting on somebody to help me which went months because that doesn't come easy but finally i got my buddy bruce who um helped me out with this shit and uh just just kind of like give me guidance on okay yeah over there yeah and uh you know a little rough starting popped a couple unnecessary holes in there and uh you know i i went out I got the uh, that black fucking roof tar fixing stuff for any holes that I had, and then by the you know third panel or so, I I was rolling, you know. So I I got it up there, it's fucking looking nice, and uh, got to finish painting the inside. Uh, you know, I got my niner colors going in there, which uh, hopefully within the next couple of days it'll all be completely done. Um, going to get. Um, build a like a chicken coop coop inside of the the run so that way they have like even more of like an inside to go lay their eggs and and that type of thing um sunflower and arabella the newest babies have gotten huge sunflower is massive um she's not even a year old yet neither is arabella but sunflower is big and um yeah so um very happy with everything in there um my eight pigeons, 12 chickens, two ducks. Uh, they're all doing very well. Um, and yeah, like I said, I finished painting the, the thing, get that inside coop built. Um, in the winter time, I wrap the whole thing in plastic anyway. I take that plastic drop cloth and screw that down, throw some staples in it. And uh, that thing stays probably 10 degrees warmer inside than it does on the outside. So if it's cold cold outside you go in there and it's like oh this isn't as bad now plus the body heat of all them and it, it works out so um yeah you know just kind of preparing for the fucking the fucking winter over there um but uh what else do i got fucking uh basketball man i i this, if this isn't a sign that I'm pretty much done with basketball, then I don't know what is. Because the Heat and the Lakers are in the finals, and like I haven't watched any of it. Like I watched a couple minutes of it the other night. You know, I 
with me, I've always been a player loyal guy. So in basketball, I should say, because in football, I've been a, a team loyal guy. I've been a nine fan my whole life and that's it. You know what I mean? It's nine years forever. Um, in basketball, I became a huge Shaq fan. That's what really got me into basketball heavy, Shaq. And I followed Shaq everywhere. I was a Magic fan. I was a Laker fan. I was a Heat fan. I got all the fucking jerseys. Uh, the only Shaq jersey I don't have yet, I say yeah, because I'll get it, is a uh, Cavs jersey. I never got a Cavs jersey. But I got the rest of them. And um, I followed Shaq everywhere. And when Shaq retired, I kind of thought to myself, like, all right, I'm going to try to pick a team that he's been on that I've been followed and I'll stick with that team. Um, so what happened then was I tried to just go, let's go heat. And I stuck with them because it was going to be between the heat and the Lakers. The problem with the Lakers was first off, I don't like fucking colors. I don't like the yellow and the purple. Um, but, but that is what it is. I could rock it. Um, but what I hated the most about being a Laker fan was their game started like fucking 1030 at night East Coast. And, you know, I got a fucking job like that shit is crazy. Like if you're really into it and you're watching those games like basketball season, fucks your work schedule up, you know. So uh, I went with the heat and, you know, fucking black and red and dope ass colors, everything. Um, and I was a huge LeBron fan. So when LeBron came over, I was like, fuck yeah, like we're already like it's already my squad and now LeBron's there. You know, I was all about it. And that was so much fun to watch and kept me into it for sure. Um and then when LeBron left, I kind of started paying more attention to what he was up to than I did what the Heat were up to. Um so it just it, again led me back to my player loyal kind of deal. But then what happened was sometimes like the Niners season would end and I just wasn't fucking ready for basketball. Cause usually I would start watching basketball as soon as football ended. I wouldn't even watch basketball until football was over. And then, eh, you know, a couple of years went by where, where it was just like, and eh, just kind of not hyped for it. Like more still like mourning the football season. And uh, I just, just couldn't really get into it. But I would kind of follow what LeBron was doing more than anything. And it's uh, just, you know, an amazing player. And, and to see like what he's putting out there, one of the greatest of all time, hands down. Um, and then, you know, seeing him move over to the Lakers and seeing the amount of hate that was coming in and, oh, the fuck this guy. And, this, and you know, there's been LeBron haters his whole fucking career especially since he left uh, Cleveland the first time. Which, I, I don't know why people are so fucking crazy butthurt over that. I have no idea. Because you're mad about the decision and shit. Like, Honey Boo Boo has, had a fucking show. Like, you're, you're mad this dude had a fucking one-hour special. Like, one of the greatest basketball players of all time can't have a one-hour special on where he's going to go. Like, get the fuck out of here. What, what are you so mad about? You know what I mean? Because you ain't entertaining at all. That's why. Because your favorite player couldn't fucking get two viewers if they put their stuff on a special. Shut up. So, um, then everything he did had to be held up to Jordan. And, the, the, you know, it's like the guy couldn't even fucking live. 
you know, without somebody else comparing this to that, whatever. And um, just, just just continued to be real, just whack. I couldn't stand the way that people fucking talk and call him a bitch. And this, this dude is fucking massive. He'd, he'd knock your whole family out. Like, he, he could walk into your front door and end your fucking household. Yeah, I mean, like, nobody in there is stopping him without a weapon. So it just it just took such a weird turn, turned me off of basketball. And, um, you know, I still root for Braun. And, you know, I, I still hope the Heat do well, too. So now, like, this whole thing happens. It comes down, and it's the finals. Heat versus Lakers with LeBron. And I'm just like, yeah, man, that's, that's dope as fuck. And, and then not interested enough to actually watch it you know what i mean so it's it's crazy i'm gonna try to catch one of these last games but uh yeah definitely is uh checked me out quite a bit um side note on uh, the football bucks are not fucking super bowl contenders let alone champions these motherfuckers lost me a parlay last week because they couldn't cover a five and a half spread against the fucking bears tom brady didn't know it was the end of the fucking game you know what i mean like this dude threw a long ball. He thought it was third down. They had only seconds left in the game, 20-something seconds or something like that. Uh, threw a long ball thinking it was third down. It was fourth down. And he he's, like, putting the four up like he's he's winning a four horseman. And four, four, four. And it's like, no, dude, game's over. Tommy, Tommy, hey, no, come on. Tommy, you're embarrassing yourself. Tommy, let's go. No, 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 we got to leave, bro. We lost the game. No, 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 you, got, you were wrong. Like, how does one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time not know what fucking down it is? It's it's over. It's fucking over. He was getting fucked up in New England in a system he was very fucking used to. You're now in the Tampa Bay Bucks. You're, you're now in the team that got fucking Jameis Winston destroyed in that backfield until he threw all the picks he could possibly throw. Now you got Tom Brady Gronk's limping off the fucking field. Like, he, he wasn't so sure about his decision to come back. Like, I don't know what you expect out of these fucking guys, but when he signed and Gronk signed and then they're like, Super Bowl fucking all day, Bucks, and then who's playing the Bucks? Like, the Bucks aren't going to be in the fucking Super Bowl. They're not contenders for the Super Bowl. They're not going to be in the NFC Championship game. They're not going to be in any of that shit. Like, get the fuck out of here. Not only are they not favorites, they're not contenders for the Super Bowl. Because when they meet real fucking, real deal teams... In the playoffs, it's fucking over. They'll probably make the playoffs, but that's it. Playoffs, you know, it's it doesn't make any fucking sense. Um, I think what else there is? Uh, oh, G Raver returning. I don't give a shit about G Raver. It's another dude that just acted like a complete clown, just blowing fucking Cornette every chance he got. Oh, fuck Cornette! Like his whole life became fuck Cornette. It's like Cornette didn't injure you, man. Like, you got fucking injured, and he called you an asshole and said you're, you're dumb for doing the shit you were doing. And you are. So, like, what the fuck, man? Uh, I don't know. It's just, just silly as shit. Who gives a shit? Fucking G-Raver's back. Um, I think of what else there is. I think I covered everything. Uh, check out. Oh, man, Jeremy over there. I got you five stars. You just returned. You had a lot going on, but uh, I think you just returned to uh, podcasting. And uh, check out Eric at the uh, My Fucking Eagles Are Lucky to Beat a Backup Quarterback podcast. 
uh, and like nobody should be fucking too proud about that shit over there. Cause you know, look, we, we fucking lost, but you beat a backup quarterback. You expose him for the backup quarterback. He is our defense got burnt out cause Mullins couldn't do anything. And you know, it became the weaknesses became our corners, which we're working on all backup corners and, um, you know, we couldn't close on on our sacks, and then that left corners to continue with their route coverage for a lot longer than they should have had to, and they they're, they're just not up to that task. So anybody with any kind of decent arm, if they're able to hang out back there long enough, we're gonna find an open guy if those guys just keep running. So it is what it is. They earned their win for sure, but they earned their win against backups. So um, consider that to be a preseason game where you guys continue to keep your starters in, and we had no choice but to not have starters in. And, you know, we'll see what happens come playoff time. I mean, again, like, we're going to get a lot of guys back. We got a lot of bad motherfuckers that are sitting on the bench right now. And um, as soon as they're back and healthy and all this, I I think we're a force to be reckoned with still. Um, You know, we may be looking like the – the, the, the team not to be worried about, but, you know, just keep that same fucking thought in your head because uh, things are going to change on, on our squad for sure. We got a re- real tough schedule coming up, and it'll be sink or swim, 100%. And uh, we got guys coming back. The Eagles, you know, they're in the shittiest division in the league, and we're in the best division in the league. So that's the difference, and I think we come out of it in the playoffs. The Eagles – could get into the playoffs because the division is such trash. That's how they got in last year. The Cowboys are completely fucking tanking. Um, the Washington football team just benched their starter. Um, and that name is fucking ridiculous. Um, I hope everybody's racial sensitivities and just fucking glowing and feeling good now that the, the Redskins aren't the Redskins anymore. It's way, way safer now in the football it's just, you know, the Washington football team. Uh, they have some good shit going on defense, but as far as uh, offense, there's really not much to piece together. They're trying shit out with their backup quarterbacks now. I just hope that Alex Smith gets back in there and has a couple of good games. Uh, he, You know, he broke his fucking leg in half and worked his way back to coming back into the NFL, which is absolutely incredible. I always love Alex, you know, since he was a niner and everything. And uh, I didn't even like when he got traded. Uh, so seeing that dude be able to come back onto the field, I'd like to see him just have, like, even if it was one amazing game, you know, a couple hundred yards, touchdowns, just be out there fucking doing it again. That, that's, that's inspirational. So, uh, but, yeah, the, the Cowboys, the Eagles, the Redskins, the fucking Giants. I mean, anybody can make the playoffs and not deserve to be there in that division. So, and we got the Rams, the Cardinals, and the fucking uh, the Seahawks. Seahawks, you know, Russell Wilson's looking like fucking better than ever, but their defense is garbage. So it's just like you get into shootouts with them, and if you can get into a shootout and your offense could put up points, then it's anybody's game. And Seattle's going to be uh, tough to beat because they can put up points fast. And, um, you know, beyond that, it kind of is what it is. The Rams are beatable. The, uh, the Cardinals are beatable. That all rides on the shoulders of Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray's beast. Uh, Hopkins is a beast. 
Um, I haven't seen Fitzgerald really show too, too much. I mean, he may be better to just be teaching guys at this point uh, and just be there as a distraction, you know, like a, like a decoy. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Buda Baker on defense, absolute beast. Um, that's kind of what their team's built off. The Rams, they're kind of underachievers. They, they have star power, but they're up and down on whether they're a real factor. So, I just love football being back. Uh, I'm a big fan of it. And uh, we play the Dolphins tomorrow. So, Jimmy G is supposed to be back. And uh, hope all is well with him. And uh, he's able to play the way that, you know, we're used to him playing. Uh, I think that's about it. Uh, what other? Oh, I, I got other plugs. I plugged Eric. Uh, check out Wrestling Soup. Check out Shaheen. Uh, big shout out to Shaheen. He's uh, uh, dealing with my bullshit and helping me to record this. Uh, you know, check out Nuclear Heat Graphics. Uh, like I said, my computer died. And then he's like, oh, you could do it on Skype through your phone and this and this. And I, I just get frustrated. I'm like, fuck, I'm not doing it. And, uh, you know, my apologies to any inconvenience that that, that uh, posed last week. But, um, you know, getting it done tonight and uh, going to send this over to Jeremy. Jeremy's going to upload it. it. You know, it, it's a way more lengthy process now just because, uh, you know, computer shot. So shout out to Ruckus fixing the shit. I didn't even mail it out yet, but uh, when it happens. Um, trying to think of what else. Um Check out False Count Radio, Andrew Carluck. Um, struggling with Sozio. Uh, he did he did an episode with G's. I got to go download that shit. I meant to grab it this morning, but I don't think it was up yet. Because then when I checked, it was kind of like, it's my job to like, kind of don't have service. In certain spots, I can get internet connection. So I got to download whatever I got to download. And then when I go back to where I'm at, you know, I got what I got can't be streaming anything new or anything like that so uh i'll go check again after this and download that but i'm sure it's a must listen uh go check that shit out if it's up you know and uh let me see yeah what the fuck else hmm no i think that's it Uh, i'm gonna leave it at that uh see maybe i can watch fucking three wrestling matches within the next fucking week or so and try to do another one of these hopefully this goes well it comes out well um people like it uh, you know I, I don't fucking know but uh if so everything goes well i'll do another one of these next week everybody if you can come up with topics just shoot me fucking topics in the dm and uh i'll do my best to cover everything i can i don't really think i missed anything but uh like i said Save it for next week, if so. And uh, I'll talk to you motherfuckers later. Peace.